Hi everyone, welcome back to TGO Podcast. Um, this is episode two. Today I am joined by a lovely friend of mine, a woman of many ideas and talents, um, just um, all around wonderful human being. Her name Aww. is Shevanis M. Smith and we call her Chef. But I'll let her introduce herself. Chef, hello, welcome to CGO Podcast. Hi, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, so my name is Chef. Um, what do I say about myself? I am a aspiring musician. I, I've been a chef in the past. I was a chef for eight years, but now I'm branching out and I've just started like a new course um, in music production and technology so that's mm. my main focus at the moment I'm, sounds I want amazing to use, thank you it is it's great I love it I'm enjoying it so much um, because it's what I actually like to do and I'm not just slaving away <laughs> but yeah and so I want to use music to inspire people and I want to use music to communicate my ideas that um, about growth and about um, acceptance and all these things that uh, to bring about wholesomeness I want to use music to help mm-hmm. heal people to let people know that they're not alone I want I will be authentic in my music just so I can so people can actually understand that there's nothing to hide there's nothing to mm-hmm. be, there's nothing to be ashamed of so that's what I want to use music to do to connect with people well, I'm really excited that you, you know you joined me today. So, are you still like a part-time chef, or you've mm, moved on to? No, I'm trying to move out of the kitchen, so I'm not working as a chef anymore. I'm working as just like um, I work for an agency that, like, it's very quite it's pretty random. So I don't really want to be a part of the the chefing culture anymore. Okay. But yeah, so so it's just so I can have more time for self development, like we're gonna talk about today. <laughs> so yeah, I find that like in the kitchen you don't have time to like really think about yourself or really do anything. Yeah. Like, in the hospitality industry, so yeah, that's why I left there. But yeah. I have tasted chef's food. It's amazing. Oh, thank you. And she's very good at you know presentation. <laughs> the key. <laughs> she does all this. I was like, I want the food. She's like, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. And it's no, they're always waiting, and I'm just like trying to put everything. Then it's like we just want the food. And I'm just like, it's not what I'm used to. <laughs> so, chef, why this topic? Why self development? I mean, I know a little bit about you, mm-hmm. but obviously the listeners don't know, and I, I've seen so much growth, like yeah. from the time we met, maybe like what three years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah from yeah. the time we met and now, there's I've, there's been so much growth that I've mm-hmm. seen. Thank you, thank you, and so much. You look so much happy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll start with that actually. Yeah. Three years ago, when you met me, I was in the worst place ever. Like I was completely, completely depressed. Um, I didn't know how to get myself out of that depression. I kept like trying to find help in therapists and stuff, but nothing was helping. And this is where my self development journey actually started. Like I just kind of, I was like, either I'm gonna, okay, I don't know if this is too like trigger warning either i'm gonna kill myself or i'm yeah i was just gonna like there was no way i could continue living let's put it that way what was causing that i mean where did that come from a lot a lot a lot of build-up of stuff i feel like um through the years of going through life and trauma um i'm i i'm let me tell you who i am as a person first of all i am a very 
positive person i like to focus on the positives of life and i've realized actually through therapy that this is like a coping mechanism i don't like to see the bad because i feel like i cannot deal with the bad so i avoid the bad i run away from the bad i push it under the carpet but sooner or later all that sh bad shit that you've been pushing away that you you see these people who are the life of the party i've always been told i'm the life of the party blah blah, blah. prior to my my breakdown three years ago you know, I'm always trying to make sure that everyone is feeling good. I'm very, I like to talk a lot. I like to make people feel good. But within me was like a war going on that I just wasn't ready to acknowledge. And I wouldn't even admit it to myself. I was just like, I, I'm not feeling this. I would like deny all my feelings all the time. Any negative feelings I had, I denied it. First yeah. of all, I lost my mother at a very, very young age when I was... Um, 12. I'm, so I'm sorry to hear that. No, it's okay. But... Uh, and things happened before my mother passed away that um, affected me, um, and the way and and the way um, I saw the world, let's say. But still, I kept trying to because it's natural of my personality to see the positive. So I even the memories that I have that hurt me the most, I don't actually. I I've had to sit and explore those in a ther in the office of a therapist to understand why I'm feeling certain ways because they just weren't in my memory anymore. I didn't I didn't register them even though I should have. Did you have um therapy quite recent or is this something that I've you had? been having therapy since I was 19 constantly. Like I've seen seven dif different therapists. Some of them really good, some of them you not so good. You don't mind me asking how old are you now? I'm 26. So like um Six. 7 years Six. of therapy. Yeah. And now I'm finally feeling like I'm coming out. So I knew there was something wrong all those years, but yeah. I still wasn't ready to address the wrongness and I still wasn't ready to um, see all the negative. I just wanted to see the positive. So I knew, I thought like the main thing was that I lost my mom. So that's why I sought therapy. I was like, I lost my mom. And and even, the, even to tell you a funny story, when I first, so I lost my mom in Jamaica. Yeah. And then um, a year later, so, my. Are you from Jamaica? Yeah, I'm from. Okay. I was born in Jamaica, raised in Jamaica till I was twelve when I lost my mom, uh, and then my dad. Um, sorry, I was actually eleven when I lost my mom. I was about to be twelve. Um, it was three months before my twelfth birthday. Yeah. And then after, when I turned twelve, um, my dad um, said for me and my brother to come to come move here in the UK with him. Yeah. And funny story. This is our my coping mechanism. This is like. So it's not even funny because like when I first moved here, I used to pretend that my mom was still in Jamaica and that, that she just, I would just be like, oh, my mom didn't call. Like, and this is 12 year old. I, I had all my senses. So you, like, like, I knew like she wasn't there. Yeah, I kept, I kept, yeah. So I had this yeah. image of her being at home and I'm like, oh, she just didn't call. Like she's, and it's crazy because when I think about how I used to imagine it, I knew she wasn't there anymore. I've been to the funeral. I've seen everything. But to cope with it, I was telling myself this story, and this is how I, how I've always dealt with pain. I don't like to see pain. I don't like to feel pain. But pain is a necessary part of life. Pain brings growth, and I'm learning to better my relationship with with pain through self development, through acknowledging the parts of myself that um, are no, that do not serve me. That's I think that's the most important thing about self development is looking at the parts of yourself that don't serve you but are natural to you and so self-development is really 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 difficult because you have to sit with yourself and pick apart all your flaws and all the you have to be 
very, 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 very honest with yourself. More honest than you've ever been so, for self-development. So, so, three years ago, yeah. when did you start, like, you know, going through the whole self-development, self-development process? Um, when? Yeah, like, when did what you, started yeah, it? Yeah, what started Of course, you just mentioned you went through a really, you're going through a really dark time. Yeah. So, when did it click or occur to you, like, listen, now is the time for me to start looking after myself i think because because essentially that's what it is you need to stop you know to stop being selfish yeah i think yeah. that's another word for can be another word for self mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean for someone like you always looking out for other people exactly. always doing exactly. this for other people making sure everyone's fine but forgetting that you're not looking out for you as well yeah so i think once you stop and then you start looking out for the one person you should which is yourself when did you when did you start doing that? I think it's it, yeah, it's like you said when I realized that I didn't I was notice putting... I didn't notice anything wrong with you when we mm-hmm. met. You seemed really happy. You seemed yeah. really cheerful. I knew obviously like the situation you're in it didn't look the mm-hmm. best, but mm-hmm. it looked like you're making the most out of it. Yeah, no one would have guessed. No one would have guessed I was how depressed I was and how many uh, just no one would have guessed the, the place that I was in because like I was always just like. And also check on your positive friends. Just I just want to mm. say that like check on your friends that yes. are always there for everyone. That are always the life of the party because people have shit going on and you would never even fucking know. Like trust me, you I can't stress that enough. So it's not just the people. Like check on everyone. Check on the people you care about first and foremost. Um, so yeah, I, luckily I had people in my life. I, I'm so blessed. Like my my friends. Mm my close the people closest to me like they have gotten me through hell and back i am here because of them for sure and Mm -hmm. luckily i had people who were constantly checking in who i could be honest with who i could actually say where i was at and they and they understood me yeah um i think just to have one just that one person is. i think one person yeah one person if you you have more that's a blessing but if you have one person everyone just i feel like Everyone needs that one person yeah. to just, you know, go. Yeah, and don't make that person uh, a romantic partner because that doesn't. <laughs> this is what I. This is what got me in this mess, right? You keep you you broken people look outside of them to fix, and this is the wrong. It's the wrong. Don't go into a relationship. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's gonna that's gonna work. It's gonna backflip and it's gonna mess all your. No, don't do that. But essentially, yeah. if you, I feel like if you're opening up to someone, say, and then you become romantically involved, it's like leverage. Yeah. So I, I do think actually because I wasn't whole when I met. I'm in a very loving relationship now, mm-hmm. and it's really, really been as really sparked my it really helped me with my self-development because my partner is also the same with self-development if you meet someone and you're broken right mm-hmm. i'm not saying that everyone has this thing about you should love yourself first and i agree because um self-love comes with respect and then with res- with self-respect there's things that you won't allow people to do to you because you you, you have you, you can set boundaries and that's yeah. why self-love should come first but it doesn't always have to come first but it takes like really strong people with really strong intentions of growing together because I, I didn't love myself when I met my partner and she's taught me how to love myself she's I, through through her ten but that was that because I was ready to 
um, change. I was ready to develop. I was oh, I was so ready to. Would not you be. say you were in a place to receive that type of life? Exactly. I was ready. Form. I was ready to receive it. I was ready to do whatever it took, whatever work it took to look at my inadequate. Before, if if I had a fight with a partner, I would always blame them. It's not me because like I was scared to deal with my issues. I was scared to deal with my how I would run away from stuff or whatever. So now, as soon as there, a fight happens, I'm like, oh shit, how is this my fault? Like, I'm taking my half but, of that. Yeah, you're already looking at your responsibility. Exactly, yeah. How much yeah. did you contribute to this fight? So what type of work have you done that has, you know, led you to this new person that I'm looking at it, right now? It actually started with looking at my personality type. I'm going to talk a lot about the Myers-Briggs personality type. What's that? Yeah, tell me about that. So, okay, the Myers-Briggs personality type, some people may know it, is very popular. They use it a lot in workplaces to, like, yeah. see who they want to have, like, some, like, corporate um, positions. A lot of people use it to see the sort of people that they want to have in their workspace and how the team that they want to build. Because yeah. it's... it's um, I, I, I studied psychology br very briefly. I did like a foundation year because I thought I wanted to do it in university, but ended up not doing it. Yeah. And they and that's where I was first introduced to it. Um, two psychologists, Myers, Myers, Catherine Myers, and her daughter something Briggs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I forgot her daughter's name. But yeah, so her and her daughter they came up with this from um, Carl Jung, who is also another very is like a pioneer in in psychology. Yeah. Um, who they, they, they looked at his studies and they created this typology test, which is not, is not a go-by. You don't have to think that it's going to tell you exactly who you are. And like we just, we we're discussing, yeah, earlier, we're like discussing life experiences and stuff changes that stuff. So it depends. They, they're, there's a whole big spectrum in these personality types. But saying Would you that, say it's like um, the star sign stuff? Oh, it's, it's, different it's quite a lot like horoscopes. Horoscope, yeah, I think, I think the, the thing is, I, I'm very, I've always been obsessed with like psychology and personalities and stuff because just trying to figure my own head out. This mm -hmm. is why I always thought I was interested. So I've read a lot of um, uh, personality stuff in my, this is where it started. I wanted to understand my personality because yeah. for me, it was so difficult because I feel like I have two people inside of me. I have the self-destructive person that is trying to, always trying to hurt me and this continues this negative. And then I have this angel voice that is just like, okay, we oh need to God, fix this. And we it's need like to... I'm watching a movie <laughs> from the words you say. You know, and like the devil. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, like, do that's where do it, it. And then the angel's like, don't do it. But like, I mean, it's real. For me, it's real. Like, I have a voice that's telling me I should kill myself, that I'm useless, that all of this. And this what? is from low self-esteem and low confidence. Let's just get that out there. My, my self-esteem was on the floor. I had no self-confidence. I did. I just didn't. I didn't like myself very much. Yeah, so this when voice you was met, super strong. When I met you, honestly, you seem so confident. Everybody says maybe that. Everyone's... Maybe something rubbed off. Yeah, maybe I rubbed off too or something. Yeah, I think yeah. People so, feed off of each other yeah. as well. So like when you meet someone that's very confident, you kind of feel more self-assured. But I didn't have any confidence. And the thing is, a lot of people, usually older women, mm -hmm. see this light in me, that this is what stands out to me, that I knew I had to keep searching for this light because I met like a few a few older ladies and I'm talking about in their 60s and they'd be like, there's something about you. There's just something about you. And I'd be like, what? Maybe you t do you give them like a platform to have these conversations. Sometimes that yeah, could possibly. be... Yeah, possibly. Yeah. 
don't know, maybe no one's listening to them and then you listen Possibly, to them. Yeah, I, I love talking to people and I love discussing and I think So was that part of your journey as in initially because that we're just touching on Oh, yeah, personality. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, I got this. No, it's, it's okay. Oh, I had to like, bring you back. Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, keep bringing me back because me, my mind works in like there's sorry. everything is like and this is this is a part of the ENFP personality, right? We have like a, they call it the Christmas tree mind. It's where everything is lighting up, mm-hmm. and, and I can go into this, but I won't go fully into it. But everything is lighting up at the same time. We have a lot of ideas going on at the same time and it's not just the ENFPs there's the ENTPs also which is like I'm going to describe what an ENFP what are these, is what are these okay. letters yeah, you, let me explain yeah. a little so <laughs> ENFP is an extroverted intuitive feeling perceiver so extroverted you probably heard introvert extrovert so yes. you can either yeah. be all these letters or either one or the other so E I'm an E there's an I that to the E and then N there's an S, which is a sensor. So yeah. the intuitive person is a person who will, who sees ideas. Someone who sees this, um, let's say this glass, and they don't only see a glass, they see a musical instrument. They see okay. something that they can tap and da da mm. They see ideas. They don't mm. just see things for what they are. For A sensing person sees things for exactly as they are. So this orange is just an orange, like... They don't like yeah it's just an orange it sounds <laughs> you can't like do me. anything else with it yeah exactly well you can so you know open yeah. it and eat it yeah exactly <laughs> you can open it and eat it they're very practical they're very like hands-on with what what we have here is what we see whereas me i get carried away with all the ideas and all the things that things can be like i see possibilities endless possibilities yeah um what is that in people in general or is it in everything okay in life this mm. is why um this is why this personality thing helped me so much because I knew myself to somewhat, and I think everyone thinks they know themselves, but you don't know yourself, trust me. You need to seek and find who you are. If you haven't done any digging... Where would someone go to do that test? Or to take that test? Um, So if you you just type in the Myers-Briggs personality test, it will come up. And the first one is... um, personality cafe that's a really good one because they don't charge you because some of them charge because it's a corporate like a lot of offices and stuff use it too but i think that's i'll leave a link in the description if anyone's interested um so okay then we got to n which is the intuitive and then f or t which is a feeler or a thinker so Mm -hmm. feelers i'm a feeler like i am enfps are like known as the most um, I, I, I read a lot of blogs about like this personality stuff as well and so I know blog spaces they always like stereotype ENFPs as the you know people who love unicorns and feelings and all this stuff mm-hmm. so we are um, feelers we're strong feelers um, that comes from I'm not gonna go into the functions right now if we want we can talk about this later if we want but anyways I'm talking about the feeling. <laughs> the ideas coming in. Anyways, different conversations coming in. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. This is like all over the place. <laughs> She's crazy. <laughs> I should have warned you in the beginning. But anyway, we're here now. Okay, so um, F or T. Mm-hmm. So the, the T means thinker is a person who it doesn't mean that thinkers don't feel which i have thought in the past because like i've met entps 
and they are great they're amazing we bounce off each other but like they can become they can seem quite cold and i'm really intimidated by people who are really cold and don't show their emotions but i've learned that that's not the case thinkers True. thinkers feel uh, just like anyone else it's just i'm a bit more expressive with my with my my feelings yeah i but we, we feel the same the same way obviously all human beings do um thinkers are more um they think before they speak let's say like whereas so me, most of their conversations and responses are calculated yeah exactly they calculate okay. they calculate everything thinkers mm. think about they're calculated that's i would exactly say i'm a thinker yeah, yeah. <laughs> i want i want you to do the t- test because i've already started thinking about what personality type you are and i think yeah, i'm excited it. yeah yeah okay yeah. but anyway so thinkers and then there's the perceivers or judges so perceivers um <laughs> perceivers are a bit like all over the place this is why i'm i'm me but i've learned to love myself because like i feel like i'm so i felt so misunderstood in the world this is why also like i feel like i've had to go through self-development to try and find my place in the world i feel like not many people are very open not many people are very emotional not very people are very Mm. like um enfps are known as the children of the, the childlike ones of the they forever stay children and i've met my i recently met my partner's mother who's also an enfp from doing the test and she is like she's i can contest to the fact that she's like a child like but in such a beautiful way not like a childish way yeah like in in the fact that she radiates this energy of just like come see come saw you know life is as you take it go easy is don't that, worry as long as everyone's happy is that know, similar like, to how you live your life of course this is what i believe in like i believe we we, we are so too but serious i don't know i feel like i want i, I don't know that really puts me on the edge i just feel like everyone needs some sort of structure yeah you're a j i think so j's on the other hand they need to plan from today the next minute what's gonna happen they, every if you go into a j's bedroom or something everything is organized like my my partner is a J. Like um, this is what we learn from each other. Like I think there's good balance is good. So there's no P's right, J's right. Duh, 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 duh. I'm a P, she's a J, and we we really balance each other out. Cause I'm like, okay, you need to relax about this. I'm too relaxed. <laughs> she's like, girl, you need to get your shit together. And I'm like, okay, you're right. Like I need to start. I, she she like now since I met her, I'm doing making lists. I'm starting to plan better, and I see that it's so that's, beneficial for me. You know. But that's amazing. So so that's a regard- part of my self development. So, regardless of your letters, exactly. so I'm gonna say letters because yeah. I don't know anything about this. this is regardless of that, can you adopt other? This is what I wanted to get to. So, self development is about understanding your strengths and your weaknesses and working on your. So, I know that I'm not a natural planner. I'm not, but I, but you need to. Don't let anyone tell you what you need to develop. You decide what you want to adopt for your personality, <gasps> right? For yourself. I just only just came into my brain right now. <laughs> Like what you're talking about essentially is like I don't know if you remember uh, in school uni whatever do you remember the SWOT ana- analysis chat your strength um, weaknesses no um, I never did this opportunities and threat of so when you're analyzing a company you look at their SWOT so you look at their strength no. you look at their <gasps> and you did business for Elizabeth what <laughs> no I, I feel no I didn't do business I did economics what they should have covered 
sort. Anyways. I mean, I, I barely went to school. I barely went to class. And, yeah, anyway, it does, <laughs> and that's how I'm trying to apply. Okay, what, okay, what okay. you're telling me. So basically, you would look at the business or company, whatever you're covering for that module, whatever. Mm-hmm. You would look at their strength. You look at their weaknesses. You look at their um, opportunities and look at their threats. And then obviously it's like you make an analysis, you come to a conclusion, blah, blah. Mm, Do you know what I mean? Okay. And then you give like a judgment of what they should do next in order to either further strengthen their... I would whatever. say, yeah, yeah. Then that's a great way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm just looking at the business. This is terrible of me. No, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, you can apply. If you can yeah. apply it to a... Bi- this is the thing though. Business, businesses. Businesses. <laughs> businesses. <laughs> Yeah. Why is that so hard? Businesses, they have this structure in place to make sure that everyone... This is why they do personality tests. Like, They do them in corporate so they can understand where to put people, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, how to help them develop their weaknesses. Because you shouldn't just go, oh, I'm just not organized and that's my personality type and I accept that because that's who I am. Or I'm an extrovert so I need to... To dominate all the conversations because I've learned that I'm an extrovert and I dominate conversations. Mm. I look for my introverted friends and I push them a little bit to like you know not even if they don't want to. It's not like yeah, but but I allow them space. For example, if I'm just one on one talking to an introvert, I yeah. will check myself when I can. Like sometimes it doesn't because it's not natural to me. This is the only thing. It's not natural, so it's hard for me to slow down and realize that okay. On that note. So now we've gone through you doing the test. Mm-hmm. What was the next step after you found out what you are, but your personality traits and the letters that you fall under? Mm-hmm. I'll do. I promise you, I'll do better research on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just for yeah. this um, for, for this purpose now. Yeah. I'm just gonna say letters. Mm-hmm. But after you found out what personality traits you have, what was the next step? Because obviously now you're on a journey. What was what did so you do next? The next step. So this was like I'm gonna go year by year because the first year I just obsessed over my personality, which was it's a good start, but it's not gonna get you much. like quick question. Do you think once you've done that test you kinda lead your life based on that test? This is the thing, yeah, you can become a stereotype of that test. Like so I think don't take it too seriously. It's just a, a rough guide to see your preferences, let's say, but it's all People think that you're you're stuck with one personality type. You can change mm. and become any person. The the human what I started learning in my second year of self development was the human ability to learn and develop is endless. Neuroplasticity. I was introduced to neuroplasticity by my partner, and um, she's uh, she does uh, she's going to do her second master's in cognitive behavioral sciences mm. sciences. So literally her like it works so well my self-development my the fact that i'm into self-development and she's into this position of helping people to understand themselves it wasn't just the personality test i needed something else to understand okay this is me who i am or who i am on paper paper. yeah yeah this is who i want to be but how do i get there Mm. and neuroplasticity understanding neuroplasticity and understanding the fact that you can learn and develop any skill you want it takes time it takes determination, it takes discipline, it's very, very hard work, but you can learn anything, anything you want. For example, I always wanted to be musical, like I always wanted to learn an instrument, mm. but when I was younger, I was just never introduced to music. Why do you like, think that? Is it because, were you like, do you come from like a poor family? Yeah, it, I come from a poor family, okay. like my, I've never, like I used to envy people so much when they go, oh, I've been, I've been doing piano since I was three, I used to be like, fuck you. Like, I always wanted someone to put me in front of a piano oh, when yes. I was three. Like, yeah, I hate it. But anyways, 
my family did the best they could with the resources they could and I'm so thankful for like everything they've done for me and mm. like the fact that like I'm I can now look back and appreciate how far I've even come without the resources is even more for me so then what am I gonna do I didn't learn an instrument when I was three years old but what am I gonna do I gave up on myself I just was like okay I'm never gonna learn an instrument right now I'm learning piano and I'm I'm doing very well at it like actually um, you did say you're learning piano virtual learning yeah yeah what? On, yeah on, on on zoom a friend of mine who's like a How big, is that amazing god yeah he saw that i was i bought a piano and i was like just posting on instagram by him he's like oh i actually teach piano like if you need anything let me know in lockdown he's like i'm not working yeah. so i'm i don't really have much so whilst this lockdown thing is i can help you as much as you can as much as i can sorry and i'm like okay cool and yeah he's been giving me lessons like once every two weeks on like piano and he's like one of my thing is like when i need comfort for self-development especially i read so i started reading this book um called guitar zero which is about how adults can learn because like there's this there's this myth that adult learners like of course children learners are going to be better than adults in everything because children Mm -hmm. are already in a place of learning they're learning everything because they're, they're learning how to walk, talk, da, da 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 So if you put more stuff in front of them, their brains are developing. I still feel like, as an adult, you have the Ex- potential to learn for, as much for as you sure, want. For sure, for sure. I feel like you just need to be a little bit more open. Because exactly. I think, as exactly. an adult, you get con- you, exactly. you're content with what you know. Yeah, and you exactly, like exactly. Children are explorers. This is why. You need to adopt the mindset it's, of a child. Explorers. And uh, this mm. is what I did with piano. I started exploring it. I started... The thing is, as adults as well, we build... After a while, your ego builds, and then... And you feel shit when you're shit at something so you try it and then you're like oh no this is not for me because your ego is telling you uh your ego doesn't want to do anything that tells you that you're not good so if you're doing something and you're failing at it your ego's already wants to stop so this is the thing with adults we only do things that we already know we're good at so we're too shy to start new mm, things because too afraid we're too afraid because we're we, we think afraid we need to know everything rejection afraid uh, of failing exactly you always want to come up on top exactly not knowing this to get to the, the top this is the ego and this is what i learned in self-development as well you can mm. you can use it i thought i needed to kill my ego ego death is not where it's at because your ego is a part of you you need to love your ego you need to re you need to start feeding your ego something different so now i feed my ego with self-development i pride myself in being a learner even if i know that i'm not gonna i'm not great at something i know that i have the ability to learn and that's where my sense of pride comes from and your your pride is what your ego feeds on so anything you can feel proud of is what you will feed your ego so don't feed your ego on being right or being the smartest, or being the fastest, Be, feed your ego I or feel, being someone who will, I feel attacked. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I have ego. The natural ego is to be is to want to, to be the best. I'm not the best. What one day I might be, but I'm gonna learn. My ego literally just. Uh-huh. I, I'm so prideful. Yeah, yeah. I have so much pride. But feel it's it different pride. That's it. No, you but, don't have to stop pride. You don't have to be stop being proud of yourself. You just no, have to. No, but I've actually recently learned to just like maybe it's it's okay. It's fine. Exactly. I tell myself like it's not that deep. Like exactly. It's fine. It's, it's yeah. Not that deep. Like I find myself like I try not to speak out loud, but in my head I'm like, no one's coming at you. Exactly. It's fine. Exactly. Like, take it easy or ask someone else for their opinion like what do you think about this do you think they mean this and then be like oh it's nothing i was like oh okay i think i'm reading into this too much yeah i need to relax if you can have someone to 
talk out of to talk out to <laughs> talk out of, yes <laughs> then then do it because in your head it just gets messy okay i think it's also important to um not let your ego get in the way of your self-development um i suppose check yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i think definitely i think checking yourself is one of the biggest it's the hardest part of self-development is the most important part of self-development is to keep like i write down my flaws all the time and like when i do something and i think this is why relationships are so important to me and my friends always used to say to me like um because ever since i was like at least 20 i wanted to be in a serious relationship because i knew what i wanted for myself i wanted to learn and develop with someone for when I have children, I knew that I had this timeline for children, but anyway, that's out the window. We, I'm gonna have children when I have children. But mm-hmm. I knew in my head, like I've been planning for children since I was like, I don't know, 13, since I was a child, let's say. What? Yeah, people plan for marriage. I, I plan, like, I raised my nephew, so like. Those types since of things I was, have never. Since, like, since, <laughs> since I was nine, oh I was taking care of my nephews, and I saw that, I, I was just realizing as a child that, like, Parents can really mess up their kids. I, I was thinking about how my parents messed me up involuntarily. They didn't mean to do it. They yeah. messed me up in many ways. And I kept thinking about this as a 13-year-old or whatever. I was thinking, when I have children, I'm not going to do this. When I have children, I'm not going to do that. So I started living my life as when I have children, when I have children. And this is where my self-development actually started, was when I have children, I'm not. I'm going to be so whole that I'm, you're always going to mess up their life in some mm. way, right? You're not going to be You perfect. wouldn't want to pass on like all the negativity. I don't want to keep the cycle going. Like yeah. I see how my, my dad always tells me how he, he was hurt. Yeah. And by what? By his parents. And then without even knowing it, he put that hurt onto me. And he did it. And it continues. It's a cycle. It's always gen- So I wanted to break the generational cycle. And I've Sorry, been thinking about um, this for a long time. What do you mean by he put that? pain onto you how did you project her how did he project the pain instead of when you are hurt yeah you hurt people that's for sure okay so when you are hurt you don't know how to accept love you don't know how to my dad now i can i can love my dad because i learned how to love myself i couldn't love my dad before we couldn't love each other Mm. now that i love myself i'm realizing that my dad is like me as such a person and so you I, have to have a conversation with him yeah i had to have a conversation with him and i had oh. to we we had so many misunderstandings like i don't want to go too much into it because like i need to have a further conversation with him oh. to talk about <laughs> you're on the journey with him yeah my, my dad is very is a very private person he's not like me i was always brought up in a household of they'll tell people your business it's a jamaican thing so i don't yeah. want to go out there and say but our relationship is getting better and I feel like I'm very proud of myself because I took the first step to make sure that like instead so you, of saying, you, you approached him yeah instead of saying no I forgave him I didn't even approach him I sat with myself and I forgave my dad for everything he ever did to me so was this sitting yourself down and figuring out some of the things yeah, this, is this towards the last three years what you've been doing yeah this is a part of this has been a part of my self development oh. is realising that Part of the self-development is realizing that you lie to yourself. You lie to yourself about situations to protect yourself. So you, the, I had to relook at all the situations that hurt me. Mm-hmm. I did this with a therapist. I didn't just do it on my own. Like I had a therapist, okay. and we went through situations where I thought, like, I never thought I would be able to forgive my dad. I thought my dad was 
a horrible dad i thought he hated me i thought this and that when i started reframing these these um incidents yeah, or things that happened, happened to you i yeah. started to realize that my dad was i wasn't before i wasn't able to pay attention to my dad's hurt i wasn't able to see that he is a man that he and men especially don't get to hurt in this world like my dad is has been through so much that he hurts he hurts he did his best with us mm. he hurt all of us because he was hurting but he didn't know he did his best he did his best he did what he knew clearly from what you just said no one taught my dad how exactly. to love no one taught him how to love i taught myself how to love my mm. partner taught me how to love i'm trying now to teach my dad how to love i'm trying to teach him that it's okay and i will tell Is him it? every day i love you because my dad never really used to say that to us now he started saying it like my dad will now text me and be like my baby girl i'm so proud of you i never expected this from him like it, we always had this kind of distant relationship where he was cold and he had to be cold to prove that he's the parent and he's strong and blah blah mm. blah now i'm starting to now that i've opened up to my dad and i call him and i just say dad i love you you're my hero blah 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 and he's he's like when I first said it to him, he wasn't expecting it. For for example, I think it throws anyone off that has never um, used those type of words like in their everyday conversations. It's not something you'd say at the end of conversation. You say, "Oh, I love you." Exactly, and I think it's a Jamaican thing as well, or a Caribbean thing. I don't know if they have it in other cultures as well, but I definitely noticed in my culture that when I went back to Jamaica, I was hugging everyone because I've been away for ten years, and mm-hmm. but people were feeling uncomfortable with a hug. It was awkward to hug my grandmother because she wasn't expecting it. Like. We yeah. don't hug. We don't. I never had someone hold my hand as a little child and go like, "It's okay." We don't have that. Ge- we don't have that gentleness. So, like as a kid, as a very like bear in mind, I've always been this emotional. I've always been this sensitive. My dad is exactly the same as me. Super sensitive, super emotional. I get it from him. Yeah. And no one has ever said like, "You matter. It's you are okay. Your emotions are valid. Yeah. Like, how you feel is valid." No one's ever looked at him and been like. It's okay to hurt. So he's but maybe also there's the no man. there's no platform for um for you to express how you feel. Exactly. So that can go unnoticed. Exactly. So you're always having to fend for other people. Especially exactly. if you have kids, it's like the your most important thing or responsibility is like exactly. making sure the kids are yeah. okay. They're my, like, my, yeah. yeah, this is where I, I've learned to actually forgive my dad. He did an amazing job with what he did. Yeah, he couldn't sit there and make sure all my emotions were validated. Yeah, I felt like I was unheard or invisible or hated or whatever. But he was doing his thing. He was trying to do the best that he could for his family. And once I understood that and could reshape it from not being the hurt child, I stopped myself from being... I healed myself and I was no longer the hurt child. Mm-hmm. And I was able to forgive myself. Once I, once I stopped the hurting, I was able to forgive my dad, sorry. I was able to see him for who he was with his own struggles mm. his own issues not with the expectations of why did you do this to me or why did, why were you not there or why did you not do this mm. to see that he had his own issues that he was dealing with as an, like me i'm 26 my dad had me when he was 25 me mm. and my brother he already had an older daughter yeah like how the, how the hell do they do it like i don't understand like yeah it's like a lot of that, work to be fair it's, I, I couldn't do i couldn't have a kid right now because i'm not ready this is why i'm developing myself this self-development is important because i've always wanted a family i love children i grew up raising a lot of nieces and nephews and yeah. cousins and whatever and i've always wanted children so my focus was to find a partner find a relationship that i was ready to work with and this is what i think why i think relationships are important relationships face you to uh, uh, sorry force you to face your inadequacies inadequacies mm, i think that is also 
reason why some relationships might maybe fall apart because because like, people aren't cool. ready yeah if you're not it, ready to grow someone then. can force you to see the sides that you don't want to see and then you're not you, ready to do no, it what you will do is blame it on them no that's not me that's you that's you that's you that's you that's you and that is you will never you will keep going and you'll keep realizing the same patterns in every relationship you go in because the issue is you and you don't want to face it so when people hold the mirror up to you you're like no that's not me that's you that's mm. you're doing that and it's like no this is why self-development i think any relationship if you want that relationship that's going to last the long term self-development so would important. you say for anyone that wants to get onto a journey of self-development they will somehow have to involve therapy or is it something that they can do individually i think therapy is amazing i think therapy is great yeah. uh, do i think you need therapy no i don't think with the resources that we have these days i think you can if you're determined enough and willing enough you can find the resources to help guide yourself if you can afford therapy i would 100% recommend it because yeah. they what a therapist allows you to do is you're paying them to mm. look at your problems so you trust them that they're going to give you an uh, uh, sorry the word I'm looking for um, unbiased opinion, opinion right because yeah. that's what you pay them to do so if you're telling your friend all your problems you know that your friend is able maybe, to yeah, you maybe also come to um, a conclusion about something that you weren't really certain about like they can help you with that exactly exactly and you know that they they have been they qualify for it they've been training for it their whole life so you trust them so I, at least i did when i sat down in the there but they're not gonna it's it's not a magic potion that they're gonna and you're all okay it doesn't work like that yeah it doesn't nothing in this life works like that this is why um i'm here talking about self-development because it's hard work it's not like so apart from therapy say if you're too you can't afford therapy or anything that requires you paying for mm-hmm. what other tools i mean i quite think reading is a really good tool reading yeah reading really is great self-development the most amazing tool. Tool, tools for you for for people to develop themselves mm. for me let me let me recommend my favorite book ever that i read it's called it's by a, a guy a, a, sorry not a guy dr joe Dispenza. And it's called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And mm-hmm. that book, I read that book um, two years ago. Because I have like a timeline of when I'm oh, yeah. So <laughs> I, that she keeps, I keep putting my fingers on the desk like two. Uh, so at the, at the beginning of the second year. She's running a timeline. I read Dr. Joe Dispenza and it changed my life. What is it What's about? Um, it's about breaking the habit of being yourself. It's about how you can you can he's a neuro neuroscientist yeah and he talks about the links in the brain and how you can like it's basically cognitive behavioral therapy Mm. in a book and with meditation Mm -hmm. so there's a meditation that you follow and you learn how to change your thoughts you learn Mm -hmm. how to change your behaviors you learn how to change your habits you learn how to create new habits better habits you meditate on you, you you meditate to break the, tr- the chains basically yeah and for me that that 100% helped me get the ball going in developing and then he has another book becoming supernatural which is a bit more heavy <laughs> but it's worth a read but yeah. yeah definitely start with um breaking the habit of being yourself is an amazing book 
Okay, I'll add it to the description with the link as yeah. well that you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. So, yeah, next step, what did you do? So, reading, 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 meditating. I meditated. I, I don't think what, that's what's what's meditating. Meditation. Please. Yeah. Oh, meditation is a beautiful, beautiful thing. I didn't start liking it until lockdown. Actually, like I started doing it more often. Meditation is something that the more you do it, the more it becomes rewarding. It feels like pain for the first year. I hated it. I was like, what the fuck am I sitting down? Things you can walk and meditate. You can sing and meditate. You can. Do you have to speak positivity or think positive? Forms. Yeah, mantras help for me. Anyways, they help. So okay, this is my meditation that I'm doing at the moment. I'll just walk you through it. Mm-hmm. So for 20 minutes, I do. I set the timer for 20 minutes. Before it was 10 minutes. Even five minutes. When I started, I did five minutes because what you need to do is build the confidence. Don't set yourself. 40 minute meditation because many people do that and it's extremely rewarding the more you can do the better trust me like the more 20 minutes is my sweet spot right now but so i want to do 30. essentially it's saying if anyone wants to start meditation yes they have to baby start steps more. so start, start, more. start with two minutes even two minutes can feel like a long time do two minutes of deep breathing just into your belly and I do you like have to say that to yourself or do you have to play yeah, something you can in the say background? It, you can say it, play a nice, co- um, Spotify has this playlist, I don't know, can we talk about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a playlist called Healing Frequencies and some of them, they last for 30 minutes, some of them 9 minutes, they tell you what they do, heart chakra, whatever, whatever you feel like you need to. There, there are frequencies, music is healing because there are frequencies that heal, that yeah. actually move us. And I won't go into that, but it's true. Yeah. Um, it's, it's actually... Um, music heals so you put whatever frequency you want on and then you sit and the, the most important thing is I'm going to talk to you about the paras- parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system mm-hmm. so the parasympathetic nervous system is um, fight or flight it's always busy 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 especially yeah. if you live in London you've always got it going you breathe in if you do like a few deep breaths what you do is you take like a deep <laughs> In a yeah, deep from your belly, and what that does is it goes through your body and your your mind, and it sends a message of calmness to your sympathetic nervous system. It tells it to take over. So your sympathetic nervous system takes over from the parasympathetic because your mm. your breathing is no longer shallow. <laughs> Flight or flight, survival. What are we doing? What are we thinking about? What are we gonna? So what it does is it stops you. Like in this moment, in yeah. this interview, I've been in par- my natural. Oh, I'm an anxious person, so I'll start with that. Yeah, I've suffered with anxiety my whole life. Another book, The Meaning of Anxiety by Ro- Rollo May, is one of the best books I've I've read. Anxiety has a purpose, and you okay. can learn how to use it. Um, so is that a book that you've recently read? Or? Yeah, that I, re- I read it this year. This year, it's, okay. a, it's amazing. Really, really good book. In fact, you can even just search the meaning of anxiety on YouTube, and the people talk is it about like an audio. Oh, people just talking about yeah, it. Yeah, and it's good. Just a good start because it's really good philosophers and stuff that talk about this stuff. Mm. Anyways, so I'm a naturally anxious person. So at the start of this interview, I was really, really fast. I'm a little bit more calm now because like I've taken some deep breaths and stuff. And mm. I'm still, I still will always talk very fast. I'm very animated as a person this is who i am it's not well, a bad thing I'm yeah yeah but, as well. I, but i want people to understand me at the same time so oh, this, okay. is the, this is where i have i don't want to be i i'm proud with who proud how i speak and the yeah. fact that i'm animated but i want people to get my message clear as well so that's important to me so i stop breathe all the way in mm. 
slowly out and you feel your shoulders rise and you feel them go down and already actually, I feel I'm just, I was just you literally going to say that even, like I'm starting to, even the sound that's coming out of your mouth, mouth you feel calm like even just realising that your I've, shoulders are rising and going. I think also just slowing down from a busy day just take a moment take a few deep breaths two minutes of meditation yeah. just start with that trust me you will see and now I'm doing 20 minutes and I'm really proud okay so th- let me talk to you about my 20 minute meditation so for the first five or so minutes maybe less I don't count them I do deep breathing until I feel calm so sometimes I will do alternate nostril breathing which works for me because I like to have a physical to see that something is happening so I put my three um, middle fingers as in the middle finger the index finger and yeah and I put them in between my forehead and then I use my my pinky finger and my thumb. thumb to close my both my nostrils and then what I do is I take my which, whichever one I take my pinky off breathe all the way in through that nostril hold it hold oh it God, this is such and then stuff. breathe out with the next nostril and it's called alternative nostril breathing so you do and then you go with it again with the next one It fucking works magic. Like it's anxiety. If you're I'm literally amazed. Anxiety, at this panic stuff. attack. I used to have panic attacks all the time. I, I go to the toilet. I go at work. I go in the bathroom, and I. What do you think causes panic attacks? Or like neg- automatic negative um, thoughts. So ants. It's it's been. Um, I, I forgot who came up with this theory, but ants is a thing. Like automatic negative thoughts. When you are, this is this is what I learned from the um, breaking the habit of being yourself is you, is that from the you book? Become, the book yeah okay. you have habit triggers so your automatic let's say my whole life i have been i've gotten into the habit of making things really bad so if i spill this water it comes from your parents if you spill this water and your parents are like oh my god you spill the water oh my god it's gone all over my shit and then, 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 then. or if you have a parent like oh no you spilled the water okay we're gonna clean that up blah 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 then you adopt that and you're like so as soon as you do something you panic and you're like oh my god i fucked this meeting up i did this i did that oh my god i lost this and this is my automatic this is how i go into once i do something bad i panic panic isn't that fairly similar to like ptsd and stuff like that of course yeah it comes from ptsd yeah yeah ptsd it's it's all is connected Mm. it's um trauma this is why self-development is important darling because you break down the ptsd you break down the ants and you see what's going on and you see i kind of think like we all have like little childhood traumas even if you even if it's nothing big it doesn't have to yeah you didn't witness your fucking childhood friend getting I don't know, like, or something. yeah exactly it's, it doesn't yeah, have to be it, nothing big you could you could just be traumatized from people screaming at you all the time just because you spilled a glass of water because they don't know how because mm. parents are not perfect and they don't know they have their ants and they have their automatic way of dealing with stuff and they put that onto you without you knowing and you're in a hostile you're a, you're a kid i saw a video on tiktok actually yesterday yeah that was saying about like a parent how you deal how you react with your kids is very important because you're a kid right when a child is crying and screaming, if you yeah. if you start then pat, like stressing at them and be like, you need to stop. Oh my god, I can't deal with this shit. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Then you what what you need to do when someone is crying, especially a child, is make them feel safe. Okay. So if your child is screaming, don't try to get them to stop screaming. Just hug them. 
hold them, let them know they're in a safe environment because then they will the frontal lobe of the mind yeah. is what is what they is what disconnects when people are panicking. So it doesn't and that's where empathy and emotion come from. So they can't understand anything you're saying. Yeah. Like what when they're not hearing anything, nothing is coming in because they're just in the back and they're panicking. So once you hold them, you you allow them to engage the frontal lobe, you allow them to calm down. Okay, darling. Do you like? Do you, are you supposed to like speak to them and? No, know? just hold them. Just hold them until they're calm. Once they're calm, then you can speak to them. Okay, darling, you shouldn't have spilled the glass of water. Okay, that was really bad. You spilled it all over mommy's work, and mommy's really upset. They can understand now. Oh shit, mommy's upset. I'm sorry. Or like you know. Yeah, but you can, know, you have to understand that that can be very difficult. Like. Of course, of course, yeah. I think that will take a lot of learning. That's why self-development is important. This is why I want to develop myself to become the best parent. I don't think it's going to happen out of the blue. I mm. just want. I just know that if I, I'm not going to have children until I'm confident I'm the best that I can be for them. Like mm. I, I know that there is there is a, a model of a, a great parent that I can be. They're never going to be perfect. They're always going to find some issue. But I want to give them the best chance. I want to give them the. I want to give be the best support of them. I want to be the calmest. Re- I'm nowhere near ready to have a child yet because I'm just at the start of my self development journey. In five years time, when I'm ready to start a family, I will be ready. I will be. So say people that are already, you know, they've already in. They've already. They maybe they already had kids or they're already in better situations. Maybe a situation that you know better than they've had before. What would you say um, is the first? Thing maybe in terms of self development, what would be, what would what 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 advice would you give them? Would you say maybe awareness that is the first thing that they find a book, to... find a book, find a book on if if you're already a parent, you people need to understand that you need to learn to be a parent. It just it doesn't come naturally to us. You have to uh, find the resources that speaks most to you. Self awareness, of course, comes first. That's the first step of realizing that oh, I'm doing. I'm not getting the ego out of the way and realizing yeah. that I'm not doing the best job I can be doing mm. and accepting that. That's the first step to changing anything. You yeah. have to sit. Ego doesn't accept nothing. So you mm. need to sit aside from the ego and go, okay, I'm not doing the best job. My, my child is keeps getting affected by me, freaking out or whatever, and I want to do the best for my child. Okay, great. Now you find the resources. I'm not a parent. I don't really know. I haven't really been looking at I've been working on developing myself as a person, not as a parent yet. Mm. When I get to, like, a couple of years before I start planning children and stuff, I will start reading more about comparison if I feel it's needed. If I feel that I'm confident that I'm going to be able to manage with my children and stuff, like, I will, I will be fine. I will, I will see where I'm at. I think it depends on how you are re- willing to work and how you are willing to... Work. Okay, so fast forward to now. Mm-hmm. This year, lockdown. This year, lockdown. how did you survive lockdown? Lockdown was a blessing for me. Like honestly, what lockdown has changed me so much. Like I'm sorry, like everything happened with COVID and stuff, and I'm sorry about the situation in the world. Many people lost their jobs and stuff. I lost my job as actually like, um, but so financially I wasn't good. But spiritually, oh God, like lockdown allowed me to reconnect to myself. So I started meditating Wait, so how more. Did you, how did you survive financially? How were you surviving? Well, I mean, I was, I, I could, I have my, I'm a student, so I, I have student finance to, like I was just working to make extra money. Okay. So it wasn't, it wasn't really, it wasn't really affecting me that much. It was just like inconvenient because I had big, I had plans for this year that I wanted to spend my money on that I didn't oh, have right, money right. anymore. So. so you had to dip into your savings? Yeah, so, oh, okay. yeah. 
There are no savings. I mean, I had to use my student finance for what it was actually meant to be doing, which is paying my rent. But yeah. Before I was gonna use it to like, do other stuff. I've been buying instruments and all this shit, like music and yeah. stuff. So my studio has had to be put on hold. I haven't got my drums yet. I don't have space for drums anyway, so it works out fine. But yeah, anyways. Yeah. Um. So at the start of lockdown, I started. Oh, I, I realized I had a lot of anxiety, and my favorite thing in lockdown has been to like I got like gifted this 1000 piece puzzle from someone and Ooh. so i started doing puzzles and podcasts oh, i like it was puzzles. my favorite so i did i sit in my corner and i do my puzzle and my podcast it was literally my favorite thing because i anxiety goodbye like when you're doing a puzzle when you're engaged like of course it's there in the beginning but once you start like getting really engaged with the puzzle and trying to figure out it's amazing like I, I bought three other puzzles after that but then i was like i can't keep just doing puzzles and puzzles and puzzles <laughs> So then I started running and I realized I never I always made an excuse for not being able to get up early enough to do what, to what time would you, what, what's running? Don't you <laughs> yeah, running? So, I, so I run every day. Every day without a fail. Wow. Oh, so in the morning, I don't run on Monday, Tuesday. I don't run on Sunday, Saturday. So Sunday. you run every day but not, so not, it's on, not every not, day. Not on the <laughs> okay, I run on every weekday, let's say. Every, that's true. Every week, other day? Every weekday. Every weekday for sure without a fail. I get up um before i was working a job and i was working like six o'clock well i had to get up six o'clock in the morning so i was like i'm not gonna get up at five to run i did sometimes but then i didn't like it and it was horrible and it was winter Mm -hmm. so i do think the fact that lockdown happened at the beginning of summer helped as well because now i realize that i i never thought i was a runner but i actually love running I think like, it's running is like a hobby, okay? Like, <laughs> no, I hated running. It, it can't Trust become. Me, I was against. I was against running, but what what I even learned through breathing is that running can be enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And before I was, also, I wasn't breathing properly when I was running. Something I learned from a doctor of mine mm-hmm. during one of those checkups that you get, like every year or every other whatever. Mm-hmm. He said, "Running." He so he asked me, um, "Do you run?" And I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Oh, you have really." you know strong muscles mm. so females running is really good for your muscles yeah 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 i uh, feel like i went when i say oh. muscles you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, i feel like yeah that's <laughs> no honestly that's anyway. what he told me i was like oh i didn't know that okay i'll keep running then though i've been really lazy in this period i've actually just um the whole quarantine lockdown I've become lazier, like in terms really? of exercise. Yeah, because so. I'm, I'm, I'm always active. Like I wanna go to the gym, go do this. And but don't you have it. time to do well, it? I now. did try. I did try. And in in initially when we were in lockdown, mm. I I tried running, I tried boxing, I tried weights, I tried everything. Mm. But I got bored. I just yeah. got bored. I was just like, oh, running. I'm busy. I have work. But, anyway. Yeah. Do you know what? It's it's it comes down to discipline. I think. Discipline. I, I I didn't want to run every day, but I told myself uh, part, as part of my self development, I wrote down my self development points for the month. I have a, every month. I have what I want to focus on. So discipline, because oh. discipline was the weakest part. Is that like so um, I use that in everything? So hmm? is that like writing down small goals? Exactly. It's like writing down small goals. I write down on one page. I write down my negatives, the things I don't like, and then on the next page, I write down what my focus is gonna be for this this mm. month so as part of discipline one of the small things that i even do, did was like whenever i felt like um anxious or something i would do like just 10 press-ups because i wanted to build my my 
muscles mm -hmm. a little bit as well but i just never had the discipline to do to keep going blah, blah, blah. i think <clears throat> discipline is really hard like especially if you have other things that you know are more of a priority to you because i think that's one thing i struggle with like mm -hmm. i'm very disciplined with other things especially with work with getting my life together in terms of what i'm looking at i want the house clean i want this i'm very disciplined in that mm -hmm. and when it comes to things like oh set up a goal like you have to do this every morning which is wake up and run which i'm trying to work on because <laughs> recently i've since um last time you came here with your partner mm. um i had a conversation with her about yoga mm. and i actually wrote it down mentally <laughs> mentally wrote it down as like i need to start yoga and i've been trying to <laughs> wake up in the morning mm. have like a little yoga i've had days where i'm just like okay i'm oh, I've, I've fallen off now tomorrow i'll try again like i'm trying to do it every morning but it's very difficult mm. i feel like again it's fairly similar to um doing meditation starting small so i missed that immediately i went in with 30 minutes not knowing no yeah don't small. do big don't do big do small first, i first was because it's it, it big you can't do 30 i don't think you can go in and do 30 minutes of meditation because you feel stupid you just like oh, all these thoughts your your brain is so accustomed to like just thinking all the time that you need to now i'm so proud of myself that i can have 10 minutes of no thinking because i'm always thinking i'm always on the go so when i get i get excited for my meditation now i'm like okay brain time for a break okay let's go let's go and the thing is why i do five minutes of breathing is because mm -hmm. it calms you down and it allows your brain to like slip into this trance-like state so so i don't know there's something about it it just doesn't really appeal to me i yeah. think maybe because i have moments of I think too much in my brain yeah and yeah. i have moments where i just switch off i'm in yeah. my bubble i'm not yeah. thinking about anything i'm just like it's like brain dead just mm. chilling but then that should be fine for it's, you with, with, i suppose that could that's you know, that's kind of like meditation you kind of just you don't, you don't do anything you just sit there and you don't think about anything and it's, yeah for me it's a relief because it's like when your brain is when your mind is constantly going like thinking 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 all the time it's like mm. it's, it becomes super exhausting and this is why I think I suffer with um, anxiety and low mood swings and stuff because like you can't just be on the go all the time. You have to take some time to like refresh mm -hmm. and breathe. And the more I meditate, the more I'm realizing that th that I need it. I need the time to just like stop, to slow down, to also you can't you get you. One thing that's happened since meditation, since I started meditation, is yeah. your insight becomes brighter. You understand things. You things start making sense more because when your mind is chattering away, yeah, you, meditation allows you to listen to your soul. I fully believe that your soul has all the answers. You know, one thing I also realized how you can easily distract yourself. So you could be thinking about one thing, and then you think about another thing, and then you think about another thing, and then you lose you lose track of what you initially wanted to, you know, think about yeah, or like. Yeah write down or something you're like oh where was i and then you're lost and then you give up because you're lost exactly exactly so exactly. yeah exactly it's really important that's that's yeah. like that's my mind you just went into my mind then <laughs> literally like sometimes i laugh at myself a bit. but the thing is i can talk about my all this stuff because i i know that like i have a goal to be better at this stuff like, yeah i have a goal that i don't want to be the scatterbrained enfp or with the with the christmas tree lights i want to be able to 
calm my thoughts and to be able to because i feel like i have important things to say i have important things to get across to people so my biggest part of self-develop the biggest thing i need to develop with myself let's say right now is to learn how to calm down is that something to... you've picked up during uh, the lockdown or <laughs> this like... is something i'm realizing in the last few days actually maybe the last really yeah like literally now like i'm realizing that I mean, I know that you're really, you know, an extrovert person. Yeah, yeah, like, you're yeah. very chatty. Yeah. You're here, you're there. Yeah, you're yeah, you're yeah. like, you can fill a room, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think but it's really good that you have come to this. Yeah. I think I realized when I was on holiday a lot as well, because I just couldn't relax. I couldn't chill. I couldn't really, I was still thinking or planning or talking. Or da, 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 da. And I was like, okay, relax, relax. I was meditating. I was trying to do this. I just couldn't I just couldn't slow down like mm. I realized that you slowing down is really really important and this is what I, my goal is going to be now because like I, I don't think I'm anywhere mm. near there but like slowing down so as we're closing just a just last question mm. would you think you can some I think sometimes it can be quite confusing I think maybe something I've experienced it can be quite confusing having like a career and people think developing a career is self-development forgetting mm. to develop themselves mm-hmm. you think it's like really good to um you know as well as as much as you're developing your career don't forget to develop yourself i think self you need to separate them first of all okay, for yeah. sure and um if you are not your best self no matter everything that you're putting into your business it's just gonna be this is why people burn out this is why people um you think you can go full force on a business idea or a project or whatever you can't until you deal with yourself for me if i started the business now i would crash and burn because i don't know how to slow down so if you can check yourself mm-hmm. and be the best version of yourself and learn how to develop yourself to become the best version of yourself then you can put everything you need to in your business. It starts with you being, whatever you do, first of all, mm. always think about yourself as yourself comes number one before anything, before relationship, before business, before your children, before everything. Mm. Then you can give, you can't pour from an empty cup. True. Right? You can't pour from an empty cup. You have to first look with, find the wholesomeness in yourself so yeah. you can give it out so you can shine your light so you can do all this stuff i intend to shine my light is my light ready no because i need to work on it i think another really good thing that people i think i've I even heard you mention it today maybe not on the podcast but somewhere mm. else um having something or someone to look up to mm. especially if you're not the type of person because i'm actually not the type of person that looks up to people i some people's actions or things they've done they inspire me to do things but i don't have someone that i really idolize mm. it's just i just don't like giving that much power to someone so in mm. case they do something that i see as negative it really affects the the image that they've created in my mind or the mm. image i've created in my mind about them mm. so it's really good for people that can should maybe have something to look up to something yeah. to follow yeah. in terms of self-development yeah i think, think for me for sure like for me being someone who being an extrovert i think an introvert introverts and extrovert are very different in many ways but as an extrovert i look for myself in the world Mm. which um, this is why I like to connect with people because if I can understand you I can understand me in some way right mm. I like like I think compassion 
I lead with compassion because I understand that for me fundamentally I understand that what I see in you I can also see in me whatever you can do whatever your potential is is also my potential we are all connected first of all as human beings so if I can see someone doing something for example my biggest inspiration J. Cole if I can see him do something I know that I can do it because he's not he's no more special than me does he have more fingers does he have more like okay like does he have something special about him he's, yeah he's not just a another he's just exactly a, that's he's what, a, just a, another i don't being. idolize people i look up to people mm. i model i know that like if i did for example i've studied him to know all the hard work that he put in to get where he's at he didn't just become yeah people are talented yes people learn their talents and mold their talents you can learn your talent and mold your talent just in any way this is why self-development is important because you can develop any skill you want to develop you can become even if you're not the best rapper you can become the best rapper from learning like even j cole says it in his songs like i mirrored your cadence i studied your style this is he's talking about the people who came before him he he wrote down he used to write down people's rhymes to like see how they their patterns and stuff and i did the same thing for him and now i think i'm a good i'm a good rapper i'm a okay rapper i will get better in five years time i'll get better in 10 years time but i can see myself because yeah. of j cole because people this is the thing com this is what community is all about we nothing new there's nothing new under the sun we cycle and cycle as people that is so true we, we just keep people martin luther king made a path someone else can follow that path yeah rosa parks made a path someone else can follow that path but obama made a path someone else can follow that path we can follow we and this is how yeah. we develop as the a human race we have to develop together people think technology is coming up coming up coming up and we have all these technologies that's doing all this stuff if we don't develop our of our consciousness our yeah. psychology as a human and we do that by helping each other we don't do it by separating them all but we we do it by learning from each other we do it by admitting our mistakes and we do it through self-development if we allow technology to become faster than us yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a whole other story I know, another story yeah. it is but yeah anyway to in closing like what do you want to want people to take away from this just you know keep it short and sweet what do I want short, <laughs> short and sweet girl yeah. you know I don't do short I do sweet but <laughs> okay no, I okay. want it short and sweet let me, let me do it short and sweet okay short and sweet what do I want people to take away from this um you can become whatever you want to be. You can do whatever you want to be. Within mm. the laws of physics and and whatever you morally, whatever standards you hold, or hold yourself to morally, you can become the best version of you. You can look to people who you admire and you can emulate them and you can find the skills mm. to become as good as them or even Especially better. Especially in this day and age. Of like course. We all have access. No, I, would, I mean, when I say all, oh, we... Yeah. There is, uh, there is now, it's easier to access different materials and different tools to help you develop yourself or access things that probably 10 or 20 years ago, further on, exactly. you couldn't have access to exactly. that easy or that fast. So, yeah, that's the end of episode two. No, I'm happy you came. I'm so glad. I was really surprised that you were up for this. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, so thank you guys for listening um, to TGO Podcast. Um, I actually just wanted to mention, um, there's a lady that reached out to me on Instagram and she wanted me to mention her business. Um, I'll get some details and add them onto the description if you can just check her out or I'll just add it onto this. Mm. Um, yeah, so thank you guys. Um, 
do follow us on Instagram. It's TGL Podcasts. Um, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's, that's good, R or TGL Podcasts. Thank you. Bye-bye.